Hey, Sam Atherton. Hey, Andrew Street. Sam. Yes. Changes in the air. New year. New us. 2020 what? Planet Fitness sponsors the new year. They say make a change. Mm. Set off a lunk alarm. Wee you, wee you. Uh, they do. Did you know Planet Fitness famous for pizzas the first Monday of every month? <laughs> yeah, and then they got the they got the endless tootsie rolls and the uh, the bagels. Mm-hmm. See now the the secret is right now. Imagine a gym. What do you go to the gym to do? Probably get in shape, maybe lose some weight. Talk to babes. tone up. Talk to babes. Buy hit the showers. Buy, yeah, hit the juice bar. Mm. Set the lunk alarm off. Uh, now imagine if you could create a gym that also had elements that would maybe increase the things you're trying to get rid of within the gym. And there you go. You have a vis- uh, you've created a cycle. They show up, they eat the pizza, they regret it. They shame themselves, or at least I would probably. And then they're coming to the gym forever. Then you can't, you cannot cancel your membership online. You have to do it in person. Yeah, yeah. You're paying Planet Fitness forever. That's it. Now, Andy, can I tell you something semi-related? Mm-hmm. The the first we were sitting here ten days into 2021 mm-hmm. on great January fourth. Yeah, great year so far. Uh, on the fourth, which I believe was the first Monday, I started uh, an exercise program. My my friends. Uh, Started it, and I'm doing it, and I've lost. Uh, I lost four pounds last week. Hell yeah, feels good. I've been drinking a lot of water. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of games. I'm playing uh, something we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling good. Finger dexterity is a great way to lose weight. Mm-hmm. They didn't click in that shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had those a, resistive keyboards, I was gonna <laughs> say if you had resistive uh, dual sense, you know, <laughs> PS5 controllers. You could play Sackboy's Big Adventure and also lose weight. Mm. Thank God. That's the future. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Gone Gold. We brought it back around in the end. We got there. I'm your host, Andrew Street. You heard him there, Sam Atherton. Uh, hello. Play video games. Robert Mackey. Hello. Play video games. Robert, you ever been in a Planet Fitness? Uh, no, I've been in a Lifetime Fitness. Is that a chain? Yeah, it's a they they have like these it's one of those like full service fitness centers. They got like the rock wall, they got pools. It's like oh, YMCA, wow. but for rich people. Hmm. YMCA is a very expensive place to go. Really? I thought Speaking YMCA of, was like free. Fuck no, dude. It's expensive as fuck. Really? Oh wow. Yeah. A couple weeks ago I was walking home from the store, and we have like this overpass. It's like a, a wooded area on top of it. Uh, and a dude was just rock climbing it. Like he was just practicing. He had like the little chalk bag, <laughs> I guess just like maybe, I don't know if rock walls are open in the pandemic. So maybe he's just going at it. Elmer Gordano. Money in the bank. Shoddy what you drink. Before we talk video games, we got to talk shop. I mentioned a lot of change hitting the gym 2021 off to a great start. If you didn't listen to the other show, you would have missed that we've changed our release schedule. You will get an awkward pause or gone gold every Monday, one show. We're on a, an alternative week schedule here. So uh, this upcoming Monday, 
The 11th, you're going to listen to Gone Gold. The 18th, you'll hear an awkward pause. No more of this Friday release nonsense. You get one show a week. It's always going to be on a Monday. It's consistent. And you like it. Start your mm-hmm. week off. This is right. what you deserve. <laughs> it's all we've got in us. <laughs> <laughs> Help. It's called the burning the candle at both ends, they say. <clears throat> there we go. In that awkward silence, I, I showed my candle burning at both ends tattoo. So you're coming across a little pixely for me, not to pull the curtain back too much. So I couldn't, uh, wow. I couldn't see. You're coming pixely to me. So suck it. Hold your tongue. Well, Minecraft uh, cats back there. Yeah, I, you haven't seen on camera actually. My whole bathroom is lit with Minecraft torches, <laughs> the big plastic ones. <laughs> That's what I use for. Cass inspired me. He's a big fan of baths, so I figured mood lighting would would help. Sam, what have you been playing? Andy, I've been playing so many games. It's been which, a long time since we talked. Which one do you want to hear about first? Let's talk Persona first. Okay. So I started Persona when it first came out, the, the Royal. Mm-hmm. I got 50 hours into it, and then at some other game came out and I stopped. And I'm back, and I'm back in hard. I am at over 100 hours. Uh... I think I have three dungeons to go, um, finishing up just some different, you know, finishing my social links, uh, seeing kind of like what that new, like sort of almost end game stuff is. Uh, and I'm, I'm big stoked. I accidentally read a very huge spoiler and I'm pissed. Uh, so that kind of sucks, but now that a, a spoiler big enough because you beat the other game. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to say anything else um, about the spoiler. Uh, but yeah, this game is good. Um, the soundtrack, incredible, as always. Um, the the changes in the Royal are really good. I really like them. Uh, yeah. There is so many changes that even I've noticed uh, to the point where I'm like, I, I'm struck. I'm like, this feels so much more convenient than the last game. So I'm like, is this a change? It's got to be. Because even just like quality of life yeah. things are, are much better, I feel like. The game also does, a, I think, a lot better of a job of telling you like maybe where you should be spending your time at certain points. Uh, so that it's not as maybe obtuse. Definitely. The game is great, though. I'm about to wrap up uh, the Mobsters dungeon. Mm. So I just got somebody joined my team with a motorcycle. Burp, burp. Student... Not to give any spoilers, I don't want to say who she is, but uh, the game is rad. I love it. I'm probably 27-ish hours in, kind of taking my time through it. Uh, it's great. I'm so glad that I picked it up. It was like uh, kind of on a, on, a, on a whim. I was looking for something to dive into, and that's it's been it. And how far did you get in the original? I beat uh, Mabushi's dungeon and then stopped i think Mm. so i'm already past where i was uh and i i just feel like i'm getting more out of the game because of the way that it's set up now the things that they introduce and tell you about there's also like new characters introduced pretty early on uh you know 
the counselor uh, and all that stuff is, I don't know, a bit more engaging, keeps me kind of interested in between the major story beats, which has been nice. Yeah, definitely. It is a fucking beefy game, though. That is the only thing, is that it's beefy. It's going to take me out a while. It's a big boy. And I'm not going to lie, I was loving, I had some time off from work. I was basically, you know, spending six hours a day playing. I can't do that anymore. It's been tough. So it's going to take me a little while, I think. Yeah. What else have you been playing, Sam? Uh, so for my birthday, uh, I got a Quest 2. And what a fucking cool system. Uh, I bought Beat Saber, and I've been playing Beat Saber pretty much every day. And uh, that's like my... New Year's resolution slash like let's get fit with Beat Saber and like entering the virtual world. Um, but the fucking the funniest thing I think to come of this is I brought it home. I brought it home for Christmas and my mom played it. She loved Beat Saber. And then I was like, Dad, try this out. And he fell in love. I would like wake up in the morning. He'd be playing it at like seven o'clock at night. He'd be like, can I, can I play the quest? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he'd just like be in like the fucking other room, like fucking fighting off his demons and like punching shit and downloading God knows what onto my, onto my quest. Uh, <laughs> and then he immediately bought one himself. Uh, and he's Hell just yeah. been fucking being a little virtual boy. Damn. You really um, are a VR evangelist. I really am. And I, I sort of knew that, that it would happen. Uh, just cause like he gets so weird about like certain technology. Um, but I don't know. It's just you it's should just uh, cool. let us know what what else he's playing. I'm interested where he ends up. I still want to play VR poker with your dad. I think he would like. Uh, I mean, I don't think he likes poker too much, but I think he would just be like fun to just fuck around. And <laughs> yeah, let's. Can, can, can we, we also set, can, can this we set be that our, up for real? Yeah. Yes. Andy, do you have a quest yet? No. Trade your rift. Get a quest. Play VR poker with us. Yeah. I. I yeah. I want to. Just now, I don't have a Facebook though. I made Albert a Facebook. Have a Facebook. I made a Facebook just for VR. So wait, do you have a Rift now or a Quest now? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, you're a fucking Damn. loser. Yeah, I'm the, the only, only one. You're on out the of the club, dude. Hold on, I'm trying so, to fucking grab my my coal-powered <laughs> headset. <laughs> Look at this. Now, Andy, I want to tell you about one of the greatest gaming experiences of all time. Mm-hmm. And this is. What's it called? Poker Stars VR? Mm-hmm. VR yes. Poker Stars? Poker Stars VR. This is so much more than a poker game. Mostly because getting into the actual poker game is so fucking convoluted and hard. Uh, to set up a room is a nightmare. To invite your friends is a nightmare. However, we sort of figured it out. But it is it is a nightmare. It's not user friendly at first. Once you figure yeah. it out, it's, it's intuitive. It's fine. But it does zero to, like, to help you navigate the game Mm -hmm. now before you get into this there's like an open world aspect not an open world aspect but there's like a a lobby open mics i'm just going (laughs) on dad dad come set the table where are you and then some people play along and some people are like what the fuck did you say (laughs) um but the so the first time we we finally we finally get into a game we thought it was private it was not we met Wags. 
Can someone else, does someone else want to continue the story? I feel like I've been talking a lot. I'm going to recuse myself because I had no audio <clears throat> during this section oh, yeah, of the you story. Could, you could, yeah, your mic was muted the entire time. Yeah, so we get into this game. We set it up. We invite everybody. It's the three of us. We're like, oh, this is cool. We're about to play a little bit of poker. Uh, and then this like little squeaker of a 12-year-old just joins the table. Uh, his <laughs> name was Wags. And yeah. he was actually a bit of a godsend because he taught us a lot about the game. <laughs> <laughs> and when Robbie says he was a squeaker of a 12 year old, that is like no meme, like no overhyping. This kid was 12 years old. Yeah. Um, he was getting hyped that he could smoke virtually in game. He had a little he had a virtual vape that he was just passing around. Then he pulled out a cow from his vest pocket and was like, it's a little miniature cow that like is alive that you could set on the table. You can make the cow vape. You can vape wow, on the cow's I ass. <laughs> I kind of love this. <laughs> it was the most wholesome experience. And he was like, he would like fucking like throw the chips and yell yeet. Mm -hmm. And like, it was just like, and this kid, like you could tell you could to this poor kid didn't have that many friends. Um, yeah. I felt really for that, bad. He for that hour, to... we were his friends. Yeah. Um, as grown adult men, <laughs> men <laughs> talking hey, to man, Everybody's kid. equal. Everybody's equal in the Oasis. Uh, that's true. Um, you can be whoever you just, want. It was just so fucking funny. And Elmer so couldn't wait, get his you mic to work. It was so Do you guys sad. have avatars? Yeah, yeah it, just, you it your uses own. your avatar when you make it. Like, you have a base avatar. Like, it's the me of the Oculus Quest. Um, and it just uses that when you play Poker Stars And a couple other games, too. But I know Poker Stars uses it. How wacky can it get? Oh, it can get fucked. It can get fucking weird. Yeah, dude. <laughs> there's like a whole... There's pirate outfits and... Yeah, okay. I think I'm rocking. I'm rocking a bit of a pirate aesthetic right now. Yeah, same. I have a VR headset in on my VR guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can it get violent? You got? Can you pull out a gun? Yes. Uh, I think there's are guns, there guns in, in that one. <clears throat> yeah, there there are guns in Poker Stars. There are also I play. So <laughs> there was one night after we played that because that's when I really got addicted to Poker Stars. Um, I stayed up until like 2 a.m. just playing with like random tables. <laughs> Uh, and these some of these people were like fucking just loaded. They clearly played the game a lot. One of them pulled out like a laser machete that when when you throw it, it like boomerangs back to you. Uh, one of them pulled out a gun, which was hilarious because it's it's just a fucking gun. Um, and then uh, people pulled out. They had like a purse that they passed around the table. You pull it out. You just like you turn it upside down. You dump like stacks of hundred dollar bills onto the table. And then when you like when you do the hand motion, it just makes it rain over the table. So we were all just fucking doing that. <laughs> wow. Uh, you, really, you need one of these. Yeah, I do really want one. They're only two ninety nine. It's not trying to upsell me. <laughs> I think it's a better uh, purchase than a console right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you guys playing with the motion controls, like the Oculus Touch things, or with an Xbox controller? No, oh, with the controllers, the, the touch controllers. The touch controllers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You need, you need like, your hands. It's got, like, fucking haptic feedback, so you can, like, strum your fingers yeah. through, like, the chips and stuff. Yeah, you stroke mm -hmm. the chips. You can feel each individual chip. Yeah, you can wow. juggle chips. You pick up the chip when you make a bet. I always bet pretty aggressively just to show I'm not fucking around. You got you can throw it on the table. You can throw your chips in front of your opponent. You can throw you can your, show your cards, cards to fold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, There's that one time Sam accidentally just like, I don't know. I still don't know why I could see your cards the entire time, but it was hilarious. 
fucking stressful. Yeah, and if you yeah. have enough space, you can just stand up and walk around the table. That yeah, Robbie was like, I just played sitting I, on my I chair. Was, yeah, I always played sitting down, but Robbie was doing it standing up, and he would like, you know, like fucking like walk right up into my face and like fucking sit in my <laughs> lap and shit. <laughs> but he can't see your cards. No. Unless I did whatever I did to show I think there's a heads up setting or something, but yeah, I think if if we were just like one-on-one, I think like we both went all in or something. So we both could see each other's cards. Yeah. I think it was something like that, but I just love the presence of VR. I felt so close to Sam, even though we're a country away. (laughs) If I got, if I got one, Mm -hmm. could we play werewolf in it? Would you guys be down for that? That's spooky, you know? I don't know. It's like it is, the, but yes. no. It's, it's, it's like it's a, like secret Hitler or mafia. Like oh, it's like okay. Among yeah. Us. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. can do VR okay. Werewolf. Um, I also oh. uh, cannot wait to try Onward. I just want to hunt some mm. terrorists in VR. Yeah, that's a definitely. multiplayer one. Yeah, it's like it's like the Milsim like siege in siege in Iraq essentially, but in VR. I uh, I went through and played the training module just to learn how everything works, and like they sent me on a training mission just to like walk through the streets of this like busted downtown and like eliminate all the targets that shit is crazy it's crazy how something as simple as just like a terrorist hunt becomes like the most intense thing in vr like the first time you hear a fucking bullet whiz by your head you actually just want to like duck and take cover god damn that's cool sam you playing any other vr games uh i tried out uh what's the, the super hot that's really cool i'd never played that before um super hot gets intense yeah, for yeah, that's not a lie at all. I don't know what it's like <laughs> on like regular like console or like in two D two dimensions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could see that being like okay, but just like being like in that world is is super cool. Um, and then I, I got some other like racket ones just to like kind of see what that is. They were okay. Um, but it's it's mainly I'm mainly just playing Beat Saber. Um, that's really the only thing I. Not to say that's the only thing I care about, but that's the only thing I'm playing consistently. You're playing in modded too, right? Yeah, I figured out how to like mod the quest so I can like play, play all the like user created songs. Uh, Definitely sketchy to set up. Uh, (laughs) And on the website, it says like Facebook in theory could brick your quest. Um, But eh, I'm going. That is the only thing I because I do on like I have the Steam version of Beat Saber. You can add the custom songs. I feel like that's so crucial yeah. to the game. Well, so I play custom Beat Saber. So the way I have it set up, I play like regular Beat Saber when I'm not plugged in to my PC. Like if I'm just have, if I'm unplugged the Quest and I just have it mobile, like that's just regular Beat Saber. I can play multiplayer. No worries there. When I use Oculus Link, I have the modded version on my PC. Um, mm. So that way I can easily like play custom songs if I want to, because all I have to do is plug in the fucking headset. Um, and then if I want to play multiplayer, I just unplug it from the PC. Did you have to buy two versions? No, same version, both on the Oculus store. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. I wouldn't do it because I, I like having like the freedom and like, cause I don't really have the space on my computer, but that makes hmm. sense. And that's pretty cool. Anything else, Sam? Yeah, I'll talk about one more. I'll talk about Disco Elysium later, but probably when I finish it. I've been playing that a little bit. Or I played that over like the break. Fucking cool game. Cool everything about it. Um, but the game I really want to talk to you about, Andy, is The Flintstones, The Treasure mm-hmm. of Sierra Madrock. Yeah. Now, 
I don't want to brag, but I am the fifth fastest person in the world to beat this game. Uh, wow. at one hour, 22 minutes. Um, this game sucks. <laughs> it is a bad, it's a bad platformer, uh, but it's, I don't know. It's like goofy and it's, it's like fun to say that I'm the fifth fastest. Uh, I think the the top, the number one, like the fastest time is I think 47 minutes. And honestly, I think that's doable for me. Where are you um, at right now? Uh, an hour and 20 minutes ish. Got a lot. I had a lot of deaths um, mm-hmm. that were unnecessary. Um, and this is a game that I played in back in February for uh, Nathan Vahil does the four in February. Uh, and that was one of the games I'd played for in February. And I had like, I think 10 game overs or something. Um, but this time, no zero game overs. And I watched you play some of this. Yeah. This game is wild. It's wild. It's, it's like a Mario party, but also a platformer. There's a lot of grand poobas running around. A lot of grand poobas running around. <laughs> Barney Rubble, the way he, he like kind of humps. <laughs> uh, the, trees the trees to climb them <laughs> animation or the yeah the animations like kind of spot on it plays the fucking the Flintstones theme song loop <laughs> over and I, over I, I can't even believe that that's just the music <laughs> nonstop. yeah uh, have you talked to any like you're gonna reach out to any of the who's got the number one time they still around uh i think he's like the mod on the speedrun server or like the speedrun.com like form or whatever and he hasn't uh, he hasn't posted my time yet so i bet he's busy doing other stuff uh, maybe i'll hit maybe i'll hit someone up how do you prove to them you send them the stream yeah it's like the twitch the link oh wow i, I guess like back in the back in the old days like pre like twitch and like pre like recording stuff people would tape it on vhs tapes and submit the VHS, the VHS tapes to like fucking whoever certified that stuff. But Guinness, kinda, it's yeah, it's so interesting. That's kind of wild. Yeah. Is there a lot of people speedrunning this game? No, <laughs> uh, I think there's one speedrun on YouTube, and the guy was like, I think at like an hour and a half, uh, and then there's five runners on like Twitch that have beat it at least once, I guess. I look forward to being in the number one spot. Yeah, I hope so. I, I hope it'll happen. That's your curse. If now. it happens, yeah, Say you that own again? this. I said that's your curse now. Yeah. Maybe we'll. If you get to the number one, I'm not going to lock us in here because I don't know how doable it is. Maybe we'll get you a Grand Poopa hat. Damn replica. Wow. We'll bring out Fred Flintstone himself, John Goodman. Mm. <laughs> That would be just, something. Just for you. So you have Thanks. a lot of training to do. Please uh, keep us posted. I will. Twitch.tv backslash Aukpaws. That's all you got going on, Sam? I think so. Did I say anything else? I don't think so. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about Disco Elysium when I finish it. And just to check in, you're still playing Siege. Yes. every Almost every fucking day. Wow, man. I might uninstall it. It takes up a lot of room on my SSD. It's liberating, dude. Mm -hmm. You feel so alive when it's not even an option. (laughs) Yeah. It can't hurt you if you uninstall it. Yeah. Got to make some space for Monster Hunter. I, sorry. I, 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 so we've been playing a lot of ranked. That's basically all we play anymore. 
Uh, and uh, this is the highest rank I've ever gotten. I got gold too this this uh, season. Feels good. Oh yeah, progress. What did Dan get? I think Dan, poor Dan, might he's still be. He's like a bronze be, five, bronze four. Uh, he's no, not a he's, copper. He's he's. I think he's bronze one. Dan no, is so close Dan's to silver. Dan's not bronze one. Did you fuck him that badly, Robbie? <laughs> Don't blame me for fucking he was, him. He you was guys almost me. A, he was almost a silver five. So what's and Robbie? Por- oh, I'm in copper now. I only played ranked games with the boys, and they put me in fucking copper. Wow. I know. That speaks more to Robbie's ability than ours. But see, here's the thing. Dan, so good. His his rise in Rainbow Six Siege, incredible. His game sense, on point. <laughs> mm. Would you say it's a... How would you compare it to your meteoric rise? Because you were so embarrassingly bad. Uh, remember, I used to be so much better than you. Yeah, so here's... So Dan, when Dan, like, started... Dan, I think, ended the, his like first season of ranked with four hundred MMR. Like, I don't even know what that means anymore. Oh, he, that, he was at the bottom rank. He was at copper five, like the lowest you can like get, deepest, deep into the lowest you can get. And now he's like, eh, maybe a little bit below, like the like, a, like the average. But like, I don't know. He's like making callouts. He's doing all this stuff, um, which is like great. That's I think what makes a good siege player versus like a good. FPS player mm-hmm. is like Dan can make the call outs like he can say like where the people are um, and that people people don't realize Rainbow Six Siege a team game you can't win it by yourself mm-hmm. no one I, I did shows. I did it once Delmer right. did do it once <laughs> I never forget when I fused and killed five people with one <laughs> yeah still I think still one of the greatest moments of all time I believe Fuck yeah you, like Delmar. legend dude <laughs> how many meme rounds are in ranked None. Ranked None. is no fun because it's all it's everybody being like super serious. See, yeah, bunch of dorks. Yeah, who wants to do that? Yeah, me. True. <laughs> Robbie, what have you been playing? Um, mainly Yakuza. Uh, oh yeah. Are we talking about? Are we? T- well, are, should, should we talk about Cyberpunk? I beat Cyberpunk. I don't know if we've really talked about Cyberpunk no, much on the show. No spoilers because I do intend to play it eventually. Yeah, no, no spoilers. Um, I'm very curious no because I, I do think that there, there's probably going to be a lot of divergent paths. So I'd love to hear everybody's endings and just kind of the path everybody went on when they eventually finish it. But yeah, I beat Cyberpunk like a week or two ago. Um, it was I enjoyed it. Um, probably not one of my games of the year. I think it was still like it was it was kind of stressful to boot it up every time I wanted to play because the story kept me engaged i wanted to play more but it was so buggy i was just like i don't know if i'm going to have to restart the game this play session or if like a mission is gonna bug out or something i'm gonna lose some legendary piece of loot because it falls through the fucking floor um but if uh, aside from the bugs i'm curious to play this game again in like a year maybe when everything's ironed out and they have dlc uh because i did enjoy it for the most part um but boy howdy just needed more polish but after that, I got hard into Yakuza like a dragon. Uh, first game I bought for the Series X. And I feel like it was a pretty good purchase because I am completely hooked in this game now. And I've like I've played a little bit of Yakuza Zero, never played any of the Kiwami games or any of the previous Yakuza franchise. Um, but it feels good. To jump in here. It feels like this is a this was clearly designed to be like a fresh start for the franchise for a bunch of people who are too afraid to play six games before jumping into the franchise. Um, 
I, I like it a lot. Like <laughs> it's incredible. It looks, yeah, What's the it combat looks, like? It's turn based. Yeah. yeah, I love the combat. I think it's some of the best turn based combat I've played in a long time. It's just it's so fun. It's unique. I mean, also it's like it's a JRPG, but like the classes are like homeless guys a class. Yeah, it's it's like Chef. just jobs in Tokyo. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> Uh, I, I do too. Like, I like how the, the combat, like it's still, it feels just a little bit like just enough real time to maintain a link to the rest of the Yakuza franchises because all the players on the board, like they move around freely. So like, they're always circling each other in combat. There's no, it's not like persona or final fantasy where it's just like four on this side, four on that side. Yep. Um, and if you time your attacks, right, like you can wait for them to like just group up organically time an attack where it's like a big AOE effect and then damage them a lot. So it is kind of nice to have those, uh, just real time elements. And then like the damage yeah. bonuses when you do an attack is like hit these buttons in this order or get a hit B when someone attacks you for a perfect guard and take less damage. And um, like the, because they move around, it's like, I got into a fight near a busy highway and like <laughs> I hit an enemy and he fucking... <laughs> stumbled backwards into the road and then just got hit by a car <laughs> and like that killed him Damn. Uh, yeah this this wow. game is you fucking great. for real um andy are you playing with the dub or the subs i started subbed and now i'm in dubbed i've been switching back and forth the dub is actually really good i love the uh ichiban's voice actor Ooh, okay I've been playing, but I feel like I'm far enough in where I'm just going to stick with subs now because I've like associated all the voices. But I was curious to see how the English dub is because this is what like they delayed it, what, like nine months between Japan and America for the localization. This so. is like the first time since the first or second game that there's an English dub. Yeah, hmm. they clearly had some expectations and it sounds like it's good, but Ichi- Ichiban uh, Kasuga is such a good fucking character. And from what I know yeah. of Kiru, he's like... The complete opposite of Kiro. And it's it's so fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. But also like the perfect kind of evolution, I think, of where like Kiryu's character was. It, it's incredible. Uh, I love the story. And there is like so much shit to do in this game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have you messed with the, the management. Have you oh, yeah. Yeah. Ichiban I, Confections. <laughs> I am promoting the chicken to CEO. That's my goal. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I'm now Ichiban Holdings. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a top 20 company right now. Damn, I don't think I've broken uh, the top 100 yet. I, I've put some fucking hours okay. into, the, into the management, dude. I'm putting fucking chickens coming to the top with me. Yeah. Uh, so like you, uh, you get given a confectionery storefront that is going out of business uh, and you have to manage it. You get a, an angel investor who says you have to be in the top 50 companies. And this is just a mini game thing on the side, but it's fucking so much fun. Uh, and your first employee is, is the grandma who works downstairs and a, an actual chicken. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, shout great. out to the chicken because the chicken is a pound mate. <laughs> really? Yeah. Quick, I think I told what is <laughs> What is the game? What is the mini game? It's like you're... Your man, you ever like play uh, like adventure, City? adventure yeah. capitalist? I feel like it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like you're, it's basically like, oh, 
I can recruit different people, but I have X amount of dollars to do it. Mm-hmm. I can use, I can invest my money in upgrading my storefronts, buying new storefronts, oh, okay, getting okay. better employees. Gotcha. Oh, it's like Honeycam uh, Studio. Yeah. Training Little your, your mother base. girls. Like. Yep. Uh, and then like at the end of each thing, there's a, another mini game where you have to like woo the shareholders. Dude, the board meetings are intense. <laughs> yep. And you want to like bring charismatic people who can like fucking shoot down their fucking board questions. I also brought the chicken. <laughs> yep. And then like if you fuck up, like you have to apologize mm-hmm. and apologizing hurts their fucking health. It's Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I pa- need to play this. <laughs> the game is it's honestly it's fucking amazing. I, I'm yeah. I was I was honestly Compared scared. To- oh, I'm go sorry. ahead. I was going to say well, just ask like compared to zero. You usually played zero, right, Andy? Yeah. Compared to zero, like, does it just feel like a lot of like this is quality of life stuff outside of the combat change? Uh, yeah, everything's I think is quality of life improvements. Everything's a bit higher quality, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just more stuff. The world is bigger. It feels like a, I think a bit more of a modern game than zero Yakuza Zero what? does. Those are like what? Mm. PS2 games, right? No, Zero, zero is, is a, a new PS4. one. The new one. Yeah. Three. Or before four, you're right, you're right. Really? Came out in like, yeah, 2014, I think. Mm. But yeah, it's, there's just like, I mean, Yakuza's always been known for its side shit. Like, there's a kart racer in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, I'm in. Dude, they got, like, they have a full Mahjong simulator in there. They've got, uh, what is it, Shogi, Japanese chess. Yeah. What are some, there are some other mini games. Of course, I mean, karaoke. The, you can't miss karaoke. The karaoke is incredible. I mean, honestly, like, too right like the the main story is awesome it's like i saw somebody say that yakuza is a martin scorsese film that's occasionally or frequently <laughs> interrupted by a, a simpsons episode <laughs> which is like it feels so accurate i mean um, yeah that does sound very true because it does um, take itself serious that like it's core drama and like narrative yeah i mean it takes itself serious and then the cutscene ends and it's like, okay, go to this mission. But on your way there, you bump into uh, a guy covered in bath bubbles. And he's like, I need, my grandma's dying. I need you to take me to the <laughs> fucking store to buy clothes. And it, it just has like these, like the stories are so funny, but it's like so heartwarming. Like I love when it's, you know, you think it's some fucking douchebag guy or like some fucking hard ass and then the mute the sad music cuts in it's always the same sad music mm-hmm. and it's like ever since my mother passed away yeah <laughs> it's been really rough out here oh my god Dude, okay like, so just was, m- oh sorry go ahead <laughs> i was it was was it in like the the was it in uh like kiwami or like whatever the one that i played where it was like you someone steals a video game or the dad steals a video game zero and yeah. then someone steals it from him and then you have to get, bring it back to like his kid or something god yeah it's Fucking oh, nuts dude, i love it so much my minor spoilers for the very beginning like the intro of the game but that whole conversation you have with the uh um like your clan boss about the the baby in the locker holy shit that's yep. so fucking good Oh, man. <laughs> it's just like the way that it can do both of the things that it does. The fucking outrageous melodrama and like then just the wackiest shit you've ever seen. It's it's incredible. Yeah, it's so good. Who do you? Uh, so, what do you have your classes as right now? Just out of curiosity. 
I have Nanba as a musician. Okay, same. Uh, I put Ichiban as a, he was like a samurai for a little bit. Uh, oh, like a, like a bodyguard. There's something with a sword. I don't know. Is that bodyguard? Yeah, because I think I'm using that too. I've got like the knight armor costume yep. and everything. <laughs> but then I switched him back to hero. Mm. Uh, the woman f- who you meet through the bathhouse, mm-hmm. uh, she's an idol. <laughs> and then my fourth character is maybe a spoiler. Uh, okay, so you're a little, you're further than I am. I'm on chapter like 11, I think. Okay, I just got to chapter 10. Oh yeah, so you're not too far behind me. Yeah. Do you have a do you have a foreman in your party at all? Big hammer class? No. Okay. But like so you recruited that person from somewhere, right? Oh, uh, that was that was Adachi, the uh, the former oh, police okay. officer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so Adachi I have is a uh he's like a riot control person. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's got like a big riot shield or something. Damn. Uh, but this you game can, sounds wild, and I really fucking want to play it. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's unreal. And it's like like Robbie said, perfect jumping in point. There's like references to the other games, but yeah, like the like the big like because they reference like the Tojo Clan and the Omi Alliance, which I know are like the warring factions of the original Yakuza franchise. But I think they do a pretty good job, and like the fact that so I know it's they they talk about it in the marketing, but um. Uh, Ichiban has been in prison for like 18 years, which is why he like wasn't involved in anything happening from Yakuza zero to six. So it's like mm-hmm. the perfect excuse to be like, yeah, we're just going to start a, a new storyline with this character. Yep. Anything else, Robbie? Um, not really. Yeah, just cyberpunk and Yakuza got back into Monster Hunter. Um, I decided that I'm going to try to slay the final monster of world that they added like a month ago before I like, you know, jump all into rise when it comes out in March. Um, that shit's hard as fuck. Fucking Fatalis is the hardest monster I've ever fought. And it's clearly designed to be like the end boss of the game. <laughs> yeah, I was I like in question. the mood. Oh, no, God. I- I'm curious about Monster Hunter again. Mm hmm. Is there a path forward realistically for me at this point that doesn't suck? Um, I mean, Dan just bought Monster Hunter. So if like, you know, I could easily help you to run through some shit. It definitely won't take as long if I speed run you through the quests. For the I was campaign. thinking about starting a new game, too. So, yeah. But yeah, also, okay. well, like, it makes if you want to just if I'm not alone. If you want to just wait for Rise, too, because like the thing with World is it's I don't think it really has any more support. Like they they put the final DLC out and now they're going to be focusing on Rise because that's coming out this year. Is Rise coming to everything? Just, just Switch mm. right now. But it's a real game. And I hate that my you know brain's still wired that way, but. The demo is pretty neat. It feels like yeah. I mean, it feels like more Monster and it's using the um world engine which is pretty hot the fact that like wow. it looks okay. as good as it does that. on the switch is i'm kind of shocked like yeah, it, it looks actually pretty good on switch and like yeah. actually runs pretty well i was kind of shocked same right, i was expecting chug <laughs> yeah excited okay then maybe that's the move because i you know what i did like about monster hunter is all the customization and like that's the shit i get excited about and just seeing yep. how much they've added to it since is kind of exciting but it does feel, you know, because I just think about like the cutscenes I got to go through. I feel like that's probably still a problem, right? Yep. 
So yeah. and I don't know that World will have as many cutscenes or Rise will have as many cutscenes. Oh, hopefully Rise, like, because I feel like that's what everyone was complaining about about World. Um, so hopefully Rise, they're just like, oh yeah, this this is a co-op game. Like, of course you can play with your friends through the campaign. Yeah, and maybe I think just a fresh start will be good. Like, I think we can all admit that like my experience with Monster Hunter is heavily tainted by the fact that it, it, you should not play that game on console. Um, yeah, but yeah, it ran pretty bad on the PS4. Yeah, but you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I was uh, actually in, before the Rise demo was announced, really interested. I wanted to start a new game, so I redownloaded it. It's a hard game to go back to. I for, like forget where everything is. I forget how to do all my fucking long sword move set. Oh, there's a it's a big ass learning curve. <laughs> yeah. You got to watch all those YouTube videos to learn all the combos and shit. Yeah, I'm on yep. fucking Gaijin Hunter's YouTube channel. Watch yeah. <laughs> all his fucking tutorials. Yep. Elmer, what have you been playing? Well, just to jump back really quick, I also play and beat Monst- uh, Cyberpunk um, 2077. Um, basically ditto on everything Robert said, the good, the bad. Um, I think I would add on that there was also some a big problem I started to have where once the illusion was broken more and more online as people were trying to fucking, you know, dunk on this game, rightfully so. Um, it did totally taint like my, the wonder that was carrying me toward like through the game, through the first part. And I think it was also coming, you know, as I played more of it, but just like, you know, Oh, this is densely populated, but like actually the driving kind of fucking sucks because I have all the pedestrians suck and, um, but you know, the story stuff was really cool and I, I, you know, people are dunking on like the melee option and I've had super fun with the melee route, like for real. Um, but definitely not, you know, in my game of the year, I mean, my, in my personal top 10, it maybe hits the 10, nine spot. Um, but it is, it is just so tainted by everything around it. And I think it's like, uh, you know, more so than you would even say about like just discourse over like last of us being cringe and stuff like the cyberpunk shit just like totally, uh, affected my experience as I was going along with it. I mean, it was ever, it's like the, it was like the biggest news of, yeah, I assume that's why you guys stopped, right? It was just kind of like fatigue over it and like, yeah. And like, I, I like it. I don't think it's a bad game. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I just wasn't super hot on it. So it was like, I started Yakuza and I was like, yeah, I'm more interested in this right now. I do want to go back to it maybe yeah. once it's patched a little bit because there's cool stuff in there. Yeah. And dude, I was and like, into the main story. Yeah. Like the fact that I, I know how crazy my ending ended, like Robert knows my ending and like. The fact that you can do what I did to finish the game is pretty wild. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that alone, like I beat it and I'm like, I know there's like a million paths. So that shit is as advertised, um, mm-hmm. it seems, as far as I can tell. Um, and then outside of that, um, I also played a game called Super Mega Baseball 3, which is one of the greatest games ever created. Um, hard, just fucking hardcore baseball game. Like MLB the show level of intricacy, um, but also like simplified at the same time. It's a very strange mix. It's its own thing. It does not have the MLB license, but in lieu of that, it gives you every customization option possible. So, you know, every character is like RNG, but you can just hit the dice button and it changes their appearance or everything. Like it locks stats, obviously. So it's like an actual 
tangible thing. But like, you know, you can edit the face. I made all of you guys in the game as my characters and uh, like I made my own custom Dodger uniforms. It was just such a good, good experience. I've played so much of this game. Um, I played a whole season and it feels the, the, the feel of baseball, the intangibles of just like that. I thought MLB the show totally was the king of, um, this just trumps it so much. Um, I feel like, you know, why you make mistakes so much better. Um, the feedback is just generally chef's kiss, man. So it is closer to something like MLB versus like an arcade. Yeah, but it's still somewhere in between because it has some awesome little fucking shit where like if you hit a line drive and you hit the pitcher uh, in the nuts, he'll fucking fall over and he won't be able to pick up the ball. And you'll <laughs> like it's it, some other fielder. Like even if you're playing as a pitcher, like you'll just you can't switch to him anymore. Um, if you hit him in the head, he might fall over and he might try and crawl back up. But like um, if you hit him in the nuts, for sure, he does not get back up. Um, <laughs> One hit KO. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, fun, silly animations. Um, but it just, it's a faster game, too, because it's just like, is it is this guy going to catch the ball for sure? Like, we're not going to make you do it. Like, it's just going to happen. It's going to auto-catch it if it's like, th- like uh, there's less like, you know, MLB prides itself on recreating the TV experience, and this isn't trying to do it, so it can just have a faster pace. Yeah. Um, but it's still, at its core, like, baseball 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 and it has a really cool like difficulty meter where like you know i started it's at a 50 i started at like 15 and i was just like oh i can't even like finish the game because i'm too good like i and then like just kept adding difficulty and like now i'm at like 45 and that's comfortable um and it, it was cool to go in increments of five up and just see like oh fuck like the from at first i was really impressed with how dumb the fucking ai felt but by the end, you have that MLB thing where I don't understand how intricate the AI is, but you're tricking it. Like you feel like you're one upping it and they're falling for things when you're trying to be clever. Um, it's so good. Uh, you know, I don't know. Multiplayer. No one, yeah. Playing? I'm, well, no, there's no online competitive multiplayer the way MLB has it, which is the what I'm losing. Um, I think there is an online system, but it doesn't seem to be truly like one V one matchups kind of stuff. Uh, might just be like score shit, uh, which doesn't really interest me. Um, so I I haven't really looked into it because it did seem unexciting from, you know, first glance. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that is the big sacrifice, but you know, I think next year I buy MLB again. Yeah. Um, and just now that I like, no, with them will be what I want to do is the online thing. It's it's gonna be fun. We got two baseball games. Is is MLB coming to PC this year? The no, show? I don't think they set like dates for it. I think Xbox is probably gonna be sooner than PC, but mm. I don't even know if Xbox will be this year. Who knows? But that that's coming, you know, in the near future and eventually. Yeah. Well, when did when did the show? Because the most recent one was twenty twenty one, right? So the next one is twenty twenty two. No, no, no. 2020. Oh, they don't no. do like the year ahead type thing. Like no, well, they just 21. They don't have to because the season starts in March. So they just release every March to like time oh. it up. OK. Oh, but so 2021 should be this March. This March. Yeah. Hmm. And since they haven't. Well, I mean, you know, they don't have to say any. They could say it the month of. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It could be this time they put it on PC, too, which would be great. But I kind of doubt it. But I mean, they they had other 
Sony exclusives come to PC before Xbox, like with the Horizon, Death Stranding. So yeah, but I think this is a different thing, though. This is not like a truly a PlayStation move. This is like a bigger negotiation with like the license. Yeah, sure. Um, like it's not Sony wanting to like do this necessarily. I think. Yeah. Um, so who knows? But you know, the more the merrier. I'm happy to have this other option that I can play on PC. Um, it's also on Switch, which is pretty crazy. So. I might just fucking double dip because it's that kind of like arcade game. Yeah. Um, On top of that, I played maybe like the first 15 hours of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, Really great game. Really like impressive showcase of next gen shit. Um, But it's just not fucking Assassin's Creed, bro. I can't like it's funny to me like how it's just like totally abandoned it in a dramatic way. And this feels even more like not fully like Odyssey where it's almost like an arcade RPG. This is more like, you know, Sony third person action game. Like there's like some heaviness to the character, which is the opposite of like Assassin. Um, And they do some like, you know, mental gymnastics where like, you know, you're 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 barely related to the the Assassin's Creed and shit. and it's Are really you still good. climbing it's buildings and stuff? Barely. And that's my fucking mm. problem is you're like this setting. There are no real. There really are buildings. You know, yeah, and like it, it feels very much like shit. Mordor, like Shadow of Mordor's mm. level. Yeah. Like that's what it feels like. We're just a lot of like nothing in between. It's a lot and, of like cliff sides. Yes. And they have this boat system, but like there's no boat combat. It's truly like a horse, but slower. And you have to go on fucking roads with our rivers and the thing is just like when you're on a coast you can raid if there's like an enemy camp on the coast and like you know you do a little animation but it it doesn't do anything because also you could be in a settlement and hit down and like call your dudes to raid anyways so it's it's just like not a lot of not fun stuff where it's just like it's just barely an Assassin's Creed game. And what, like, who am I to say what an Assassin's Creed game is? But you know what I mean when I say that. So with that in mind and that great experience that I was just kind of like, I want to climb shit. Uh, I was on Steam, the entire Assassin's Creed library on sale. Watched some, like, spent like five hours watching YouTube videos to figure out what the move was. Downloaded Assassin's Creed Unity. Have played about the same amount, if not more, of that than Valhalla. And Assassin's Creed Unity is an absolute banger, guys. Holy shit. This is a game that had all the, like, cursed faces and, like, it was glitchy as fuck. And they had that weird, like, multiplayer co-op thing. But it was not as weird as the previous ones where it was truly like, hey, pretend to be an NPC. There's actually missions, but I don't think they marketed it that that well. Or maybe the game was just too broken that didn't matter. This point, game is very much fixed. And it is insane how crazy this world is. This is like immediately, like even with whenever this game came out, uh, immediately like top five were like open worlds. Like the level design is so cool. They never did this in any other Assassin's Creed game. Maybe Syndicate, haven't played that one. Also bought that one because it was also super cheap. Um, but like there's open windows and buildings you know that you're like sprinting through and at first you're like oh it's just a hallway but it's not it's not like sometimes they have stairs and there's always people in there doing a full animation and going from cyberpunk to that and being like these are the npcs like fucking cyberpunk was saying they had and like 
you know, it's you're, 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 you get into a fight and then like as as the French Revolution evolves, like random fucking people will just stab people who you're fighting and be in and just like fucking take over the fight. It just feels like such an alive world in a way that is just like so hilarious to play like so close to cyberpunk. Um, it's it's fucking awesome, dude. And then this is the only Assassin's Creed game I've played where like you have like different you there's like 50 versions of the gauntlets and 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 the jacket and the pants and the hood and like the weapons and like cosmetics and it's just like each one has like 30 different color variations and you're just like you know they had this cool thing where like because of that like they had these co-op missions where everyone's like a different colored assassin but the co-op missions are like fucking heists i randomly just tried to quick match into one of them i loaded in no problem within like you know 10 seconds and me and this dude just did a heist and it was cool where it's like there's this fucking area and it's just like you got to kill this guy and there's this cutscene with all these like opportunity moments and it kind of feels like a hitman uh, level for a bit um and it was awesome and it's just like i don't know man it's crazy how not old that game felt um and how impressive it was and i swear i'm not just fucking lying yeah, and I remember yeah. them like advertising the crowds for this game, like at mm-hmm. E3, being like, "Yeah, we went all in on crowds, and like the the detail of like <clears throat> everything they can do." And yeah, and that's yeah. crazy. I feel like this game would have made so much more of an impact if it wasn't broken on launch. Mm-hmm. Like, if this yeah. wasn't broken on launch, maybe we have more of these kinds of games still. Yeah, I think that was like kind of that one was like sort of like the turning point, I think, Mm -hmm. of the Assassin's Creed like franchise. I think the ones like sort of after that definitely had a different vibe. Well, I think Syndicate Um, was good and like liked, but they had burned the bridge with unity that it didn't matter. Syndicate was the one where they were like, we're we're not doing a yearly release after that because it's yeah. so less. Syndicate yeah. because was the last traditional Assassin's Creed game and then after that they did they took a two year break and put Origins out which yeah. I was bummed about because I think I think Syndicate's the best Assassin's Creed game I think Syndicate is I'm excited fucking to awesome. play it dude there's sick shit that they like don't even do dude like in, in Unity there's these missions now where like it's like oh fuck you like the the the, the animus is, is is falling apart you got to run through that po- portal we got to make a fucking time bridge nonsense yeah. right you sprint through the time bridge and then it's just like whoa fuck you got launched into like 150 years later there's subways now and you just have like it's like a clearly a little course they want you to run through and you're running through subways and trains are coming and it's like modern day and then it's just like wait what the fuck why is the statue of liberty here Oh fuck! There's a glitch. You gotta climb the Statue of Liberty. The exit portal's up there, and it's the Statue of Liberty in copper because they haven't sent it to America yet. It's like this is the hype ass history shit. That's awesome. <laughs> this is so cool. And Ow, Syndicate oh. apparently has some World War One stuff that's very mm. similar. Like God, man. Elmer, how many of those little like portal things? I don't want to spoil anything for you, but there's mm-hmm. one that I'm thinking of like in particular. That oh, I've only done one. Okay, then I'm not gonna say anything. But yeah, that game that game was good. I remember really liking it. Compare that to the first introduction of the real world stuff in Valhalla. And it's like that shit was bad. Like you get thrown in, you got no idea what the fuck's going on. Uh, Dude, like, in your camp. Yeah. You like walk around oh, that yeah. house. 
Oh, and I had some glitches, dude, too, where like a mission and it was a common glitch because like I looked it up and it's just like, yeah, the mission's markers over there, but that's not where the mission is. (laughs) You have to go like to the opposite side of the map. I don't know what I honestly like the game is not bad, but like it really wasn't for me. I don't Mm. know why I bought it. I should I would have been better spent buying fucking Unity or Syndicate because this is not Valhalla is not the game for me. Shout out, though. Cody Bellinger, Los Angeles Dodger center fielder. Mm. Love him. Big fan. He's in Assassin's Creed Valhalla as uh, Thomas is like Slugaton or some bullshit. And he's there's like a little side quest where, you know, everyone has their accent. And then it's just this guy in American accent <laughs> who sounds awful. He's not a voice actor. And uh, he's like hitting, hitting ball, hitting rocks with a stick. I love that. Oh, it's no. like when, uh, what's his name was in Game of Thrones? Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> My favorite Just Game like of that. Thrones character. Oh, you want to go to the castle? <laughs> that's you want to go to King's Landing? That's, that's what he said. <laughs> look at my, look at my that's lion exactly tattoo. exactly what Ed Sheeran sounds like. <laughs> Let's sing a song. <laughs> Where's me lucky charms? <laughs> uh, Elmer, are you, where are we at on Paper Mario? Are you feeling it or not? I'm feeling it, dog. I haven't played as much as I want to play. But it is very charming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually like, I'm, I'm shocked that like this exists, I guess. You know, just the writing and what they're allowed to do with the property. Um, I guess this is normal, right? For like this Super Mar- Paper Mario franchise. Um, but I'm just, it's crazy that I didn't know it got this weird. I knew it was weird. But this is like straight up almost like a adult humor kind of shit. Yeah. And these ones are like a bit more tame because supposedly they're like really strict with what you can do with Mario now. Uh, supposedly now Mario's, he's 35. He's a senior citizen. <laughs> supposedly Mario Strikers is the reason. Mm. I read this whole thing that like... Uh, they were like letting Mario do this crazy shit in Paper Mario, Mario RPG. And then Strikers came along and you have like Waluigi doing the suck it on the field. <laughs> and there's like there's a clip where Daisy fucking scores a goal and, you know, she licks her finger, puts it on her ass and like the fucking steam comes. Oh, and I feel like yeah. that all happened supposedly. And they were, Nintendo was like, shut it the fuck down. Nintendo, or Mario's, Mario's got strict brand guidelines. You can't put toads in certain situations. Mario can't have fucking characters that are, you know, mushroom kingdom characters. Like you can't have a toad's worth. That's the but big they gave thing. Him, but they gave him nipples in Odyssey. How is that any different? 3D yeah, Mario pretty- different. They're allowed Dude. to go crazy. That the rules are fucking stupid. Yeah, when it's a Nintendo made game, they don't give a fuck. They got no and, idea what's there. They're playing fast and loose. <laughs> and maybe my bubble is unique, but I feel like it's so sad because what I always long for is Super Mario Striker, Super Mario Sluggers. Like mm-hmm. that feels like money on the fucking table. And I don't know why they're wasting their goddamn time with this at the Olympics horseshit. Mm-hmm. Remember Come Ace? on, dude. Imagine if they just put out like, oh, Aces. Yeah, man. Give us a good was, golf game this year. Yeah, the, the one on the uh, 3DS did two. well. Yeah, three. I think it did well. That yeah, one's really good, like too. One. It's fucking good. Or just fucking remaster that shit. Or, dude, give us a... I want Mario to say fuck. 
Just give yeah. us a start. Let's start, let's start that campaign. Let Mario say fuck. Mm-hmm. That's a I want social to, movement I can get behind. Yeah. I want him to be edgy. Give me Shadow the Hedgehog. Whatever that game was. Yeah. What the but damn? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. What? Oh, Factorio. Sam, it's good. This is a good game. Uh, Robert was, was describing this game as a, uh, what was the website? Oh, a mini, mini clip, clip game. A mini clip game. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's what it sounds like. So you got to defend this. So there's a demo. The game is, I feel like rarely do I find a game anymore where like the time melts away, right? Like you play and you're like, I've been playing for four fucking hours already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is this game to a T. The whole thing is that it looks, it's 2D, it's top down, it looks simple. Uh, you land, crash land on a planet, you need to build a factory. But it's like, fucking, you got to do it efficiently. There's all these different resources. You keep unlocking things to build faster equipment and better equipment. Uh, and then you, at some point, like you probably hit a point, your factory's running. You have water fueling this thing that then it's like the domino effect. You have no idea how the factories even fucking operate anymore. <laughs> it's so big, so complex. I got fucking oil rigs running out the ass. Like I'm, And as you fucking pollute the earth, as you fucking pillage the resources of this planet, these fucking bugs start to attack. And then it becomes mo even more like a tower defense game where you're like, <laughs> Now I'm so building this is a mini clip game. <laughs> I'm building fucking production lines to to the whole thing is you want to automate everything, right? Like you start yeah. by mining manual labor and then you want to fucking create machines to do all the work for you and build it as efficiently as possible. What I have do you fucking do with the people. There so there's only one person, it's just you. Oh. But the, you, but the machines do it automatically. But for the machines to do it, you have to power them. Mm -hmm. But to power the machines, you have to feed coal into them. But to get the coal, you have to mine like something else. It's like such a, it's like such a chain. So it starts with like it's I think it starts with coal. Yep. And then that gets converted to gasoline, which gets converted to electricity. And like the electricity gets converted to something else. Yeah. And, and then it's, yeah. It's like, oh, coal is becoming so inefficient for me, creating so much pollution. Let me fucking research how to do solar power <laughs> oh now i got solar power but at night i'm fucked let me research i gotta figure out how to make batteries okay now i got a citric acid fucking plant producing tons <laughs> of shit for me i'm building laser good. turrets <laughs> and how this shit works is there's like these little cranes that take that take your materials like off of one conveyor belt and put it in onto another conveyor belt and so i played this game with uh ben Mike and one of their other friends who had played the game before. And so they were all, they had all played this game before and I hadn't. And so like loading into their world and seeing just like this fucking massive, like 10 stacks of fucking coal, like 10 stacks of conveyor belts, just like pulling coal and like having all this shit just like work was incredible to watch. Um, it's like one, <laughs> it's one of those games. Like you think you're like, You'll do something and you're like, I wonder if I can do this and it'll work. And you do that and it's like, it fucking works. What? It's like you do some elaborate Rube Goldberg ass shit and it makes you feel like a genius. Like I fucking solved this. Uh, but you really like I've I've hit a point where like my factory grows. I'm expanding. I come back to an original thing and I'm like, 
how the fuck did I build this? How does it work? <laughs> like, yeah. it, and there's trains and it's kind of wild. Uh, and I, I wanted to get, there's a game called Satisfactory, which is basically the same thing, but it's a 3D version. Uh, it looks kind of like the forest almost. Uh, and I want to try that eventually too, but the game is, it's wild. Like I, I wake up thinking about it. Like, oh, I need to go fucking, if I swap those conveyor belts, like I'll see a fucking thing on Twitter, like something somebody built. I'm like, that'll go perfect. I can fucking slot that in. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, a, it's I'd a be super. Game. I'd be super down to like get back into it. Um, so how does the multiplayer work? Is it strictly co-op? Yeah, you, it's just like just instead of together. One, yeah. Okay. I, I think. Yeah. You technically probably could build separate bases. Like I don't know if you can. I think you can shoot each other, right? Maybe. Steal them. I don't know. The way that I played it was all it was co-op. Um, but it's got like tons of settings too, right? Like it's one of those games you can like really make it your own. If you want it to be more tower defense, you can do that. If you want it to be like no bugs attack and the bugs get like more powerful the more you fucking pollute the water and they start to morph and shit it's yeah. it's honestly really great it ne- it will never go on sale too that's a thing yeah that's the thing like the the developers like this game's worth 30 dollars never goes on sale never does anything it's like it's worth what, 30 bucks what about satisfactory will that go on sale because i'll just buy that instead yeah, Satisf- Satisfactory will go on sale, but it's in early access. Yeah, they have no conviction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're at least no, it doesn't look like a mini clip game. It's oh, it's so good. It is, it is good. It's funny, it's, Sat- it's, I'm looking at Satisfactory the Steam page. It really does just look like a 3D version of Factorio. I bought it on Epic, and then refunded it. Uh, because I was into, I was more into Factorio because it is in early access and doesn't have like as much stuff yet. It it's also, like grounded. it also is like, maybe it's just me, but my brain was having a harder time, like building these elaborate, like, uh, conveyor belt systems in 3d versus 2d where you can kind of see it all mapped out, which I, I would have thought would have been the reverse, but, but yeah, Factorio is good. I've been playing a bunch of other shit on Switch, just like Donkey Kong, uh, Final Fantasy VII, the original. I was messing around with that. It's fun. I'm waiting for Monster Hunter. The Rise demo was great. Mm-hmm. Did you already exhaust all the quests? Yeah. Damn. I was when just kind of come out March. <clears throat> I'm not. Sh- I think middle of March. I'm excited. Boys, any uh, final thoughts before we wrap it? I'm going to say the Gordos. Mm. I want to level set with everyone. Last week in Awkward Pause, we said the Gordos coming out tomorrow. That's this episode. Remember what we said that (laughs) you get kind of what comes out. The Gordos theoretically (laughs) will be out on the 25th. Barring any raids on the Capitol, uh, <laughs> impeachment trials that we deem worthy of can- canceling the Gordos for another week, at which point you'll get a normal episode. We'll keep you updated. You'll know. But if everything goes according to plan, if everyone holds up, if we survive, uh, and if we feel up to it, the Gordos will come out on the 25th, theoretically. 
stay tuned to that. Be interested. Enjoy. Uh, they're a little different this year. It'll be fun. Cass will probably be there. Follow him at he, Sergeant he Cass. Will. Follow me at Strutuber, the show at Pause. Go to awkwardpausepod.com. I might have said that. Backslash merch. Uh, buy the merch. Check it out. Mm. They're nuts about beans. I think that's still up. Yep. That's a good one to check out. The Cassidy Sergeant Memorial t-shirt. Not a real thing. Made it up. Mm-hmm. You're out of luck. It, it you could can, be a real thing, though. No, I think Cassidy would be mad. <laughs> so you can do it without his blessing if you go to, I don't know, one of those places in the mall that print camouflage. I'll do one on Redbubble. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do it for the fans. Stand yeah. for the Cassidy, kneel for the sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> can you go to Seaside and get a couple for a second? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a, one of those iron on. They put it in the press. I'll get it at the Shore store. Robert, where can they follow you? Follow me on Twitter at Robert Jr. Jr. Elmer Cordato. At Elmer is not mad. Sam Atherton. Uh, you can follow Samu Woodgoods uh, on Instagram at S-A-M-U Woodgoods. I'm about to go check Best Buy and see if the one down the street has an Oculus Quest in stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, until next time, stay golden. Bazinga. Bazinga.